Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of On the Grind with Justin Brown. Justin here. How's your uh, How's your day going? Today's uh, April eighth, twenty eighteen. It's a Sunday. Nice sunny Sunday where it was supposed to snow like uh, last week, and lo and behold, we have two whole flakes of snow. It's amazing what weather do for you sometimes. I don't know how weathermen keep their job. I know it's been said before by other people. You know, they're the only job where you can lie on a constant basis where uh, you don't get fired. And I think it, it's gone far enough, honestly. I think weathermen, every time they guess the weather, should have to dress up in clothes appropriate for the day that they anticipated. So if they're expecting all snow today and it's 70 degrees out, I want to see you out in your finest snow coats toting around a shovel the next time you're on a broadcast just so you can feel how we fucking feel every time we go out in the morning dressed uh dressed stupidly by listening to you on a slightly happier note i'm happy to say that we have some official music for the podcast i know we tried jimmy hendrix last week and youtube reminded me uh rather quickly that i did not have permission to do so I think I uploaded a video and it was uh, good for a few minutes. And then about four minutes after uh, I finished the podcast and wrapped everything up, I got an email saying, hey, uh, nigga, nice try, but you got to pay for that. Jimi Hendrix is, um, of course, copywritten music, so I guess you can't just use it anywhere. But uh, thank you, YouTube, for that reminder. That was great. A little bit of editing I didn't expect to have to do, but uh, that's what happened with last week's episode on YouTube. Again, with my friend uh, Alex Brown on the podcast. Uh, let's, but anyway, yes, about to say that I'm happy that we have some new official beats now, licensed to use and everything. But my friend uh, Armand Tate, um, that's Armand online on Instagram and Twitter. Um, his sister um, goes by the name of Tate Beats, T, the letter T, the number eight beats, has uh, graciously, whether she known it or not, let me use her one of her older songs uh to do the intro to the podcast and now we'll be using that and if you guys mess with it please let me know and uh, if i get a very positive response i'll go back to her and uh try to get some more for you guys but i liked it when i first heard it um and just yeah i really enjoyed it so i wanted to share that and that's what we'll be using moving forward it's been a good time as of late though uh got to see my first wizards game of the season go Wiz over uh at the Capital One Arena. Make sure I get that garbage right. They were playing the Charlotte Bobcats. And thankfully, that's the game I got to go to. Uh, mainly because that's the only one they won in their last five. So I had a great experience uh, for that game. And then I had my normal pissed off at the team experience uh, for the next, what, three or four games that they lost. So I'm glad they picked a great day to win. It was a great day to win for me. Uh, me and my girl went. Courtesy my uncle, shout out to my uncle Greg. Uh, might not hear this anytime soon, but he got a surgery recently for a cracked plate in his neck from a previous surgery. So uh, he gifted me with the tickets, and I was really appreciative of that. And you know his recovery is going well, so happy to announce that too. But yeah, it was a great game to catch. Then we were at Awesome Con uh, that following week last Sunday. Uh, you know, and I like going to Awesome Con uh, personally. It's something my girl got me into last year. She really enjoyed going, I guess, before. So last year was my first one. This year is my second one. And um, it was a lot of 
if you've never been before, just imagine uh, like a nerd Super Bowl, if you will. There's costumes, there's games, there's booths, there's boobs, there's pictures, art, famous people you can interview. There's a whole bunch of cool stuff going on. But uh, glad I got to go this week. I got a really nice piece of artwork, um, which I know you can't see now, but I'll probably post it somewhere if anyone's interested. Of uh, Bruce Lee and Enter the Dragon, classic movie. Uh, I really enjoy it, so I'm happy I got that piece of art. And, of course, you know, just awesome kind of side. You know, there's people in costumes there. Some of it I just don't get. Like, I understand people are like, dressed up as their favorite squirrel or, you know, white Japanese guy. But there's just some confusing costumes. Like, I saw this one Asian dude who, for like, I don't, he just had on a ladybug costume, like a ladybug onesie and a blue wig. Which I hope to God is not a character in a real anime for his sake. But at the same time, I do kind of wish that because at least that's an excuse. I think it was just this weird, pasty looking, skinny Asian dude walking around, glasses and everything, with a ladybug onesie and a blue, full blue woman's wig. Like, um,. Like one of the, uh, 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 if y'all ever watched Austin Powers, Spy Who Shagged the first one, the chicks who are robots that can shoot bullets from their nipples, like he had that kind of hair, that 1970s Step for Wives kind of hair, but it was blue, like Bulma from Dragon Ball Z, if you get that reference, and it was just weird, I don't, I don't, I, I, it's just something that made me realize like, hey, not a lot of people get out the house, this is their day to do their thing, you see like a lot of, uh, nerd experts at uh, awesome con where like you know they're dressed in their finest plaid shirt and tie and their cleanest pair of mountain dew stained pants and they're just out there amongst people of their ilk having a good time socializing you think there are people that don't get out the house but they do they get out for their super bowl get out where people understandably go to the uh, understandably understand them like this is their aa this is their like i'm an outsider to them this is their den their place of comfort so i understand that so shout out to people not being you know stuck in the house the whole year and uh selling me a couple comic books i got some couple comic books it's a really nice thing i uh, hope it's back in dc next year so i'll go of course if not um you know it was a good couple of years of experiences there but uh that piece of artwork was real nice um uh, bruce lee and enter the dragon i really enjoyed it so much i'm actually going to start maybe buying some art soon now don't think i'm gonna go crazy like when i say art i mean like a 15 dollar reprint 20 dollar reprint of a you know a sketch or a design something cool but i just want something nice to hang up around my room I'm tired of looking at this uh mint chocolate chip paint every single day in here it's nice but it's also uh weird color you know i need something a little bit blacker in here this is a little bit too much fun i feel like a i'm in a fucking a, a psych ward with a bathroom in the unit and I guess I can go upstairs to get food and stuff. But it feels like a sideboard when you lock the door and you uh, don't go online. Anyway, that was, uh, yeah, this is a little bit of update for me and stuff. You know what I mean? Still in the comedy grind, uh, podcast grind, all that good stuff. Uh, that being said, we're going to go ahead and get into the podcast. So stay tuned. Welcome back, y'all. Hey, my guest today on On The Grind is a friend I met through comedy, stand-up comedian, and radio host slash personality mark carter uh mark's been doing stand-up for about 13 years been in the radio hosting business 
uh, for a few years, uh, four or five, I believe. And uh, we had a nice little talk today just about both those things and his perspective on comedy. And, uh, well, just listen. All right, guys, welcome back to the On The Grind podcast with your host, Justin Brown. Uh, I'm here with my guest today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. It's me, the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Carter. God damn it. Wow, what what an intro. <laughs> What's going on, Mark? Ain't nothing, man. I'm just glad to be here on a Sunday afternoon chilling with Justin Brown, and we're going to shoot the shit and swap spit. Ain't that what they say? No. That's not what they say. Nigga, that's the wrong kind of entertainment <laughs> business. I'm not swapping spit with nobody. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to have a good time. I do appreciate you, though, being here, seeing as you had another familiar engagement you could have been at. Oh, yeah. Uh <laughs> My they were apologize too. Yeah, they were throwing my grand they throwing my grandmother right now as we speak an award ceremony. Like basically like a lifetime achievement award ceremony at her church that she's been a member of for damn near fifty years. Minor, minor thing. Yeah, it's all good too, Justin, because she has Alzheimer's, so she probably won't remember the awards ceremony or me not even being there. There you go. So, I was there in the third row. What are you talking about? How was you with the hair and shit? All right. That's what's up, man. <laughs> Fucking, uh, okay. So, Mark, uh, com. a uh, good friend of mine. We've been doing, I will, I've known him probably since I started comedy a few years ago, but how yeah. long have you been doing stand up? On and off. It's been a good 12 years, 12, yeah, 12 years, but I had my daughter uh, when I first started, and um, when I first started, you know how it is, Justin, you out a lot, you know yeah. what I'm saying, you out a lot. Try to be. Try to be, right, yeah. and I basically, when I had my daughter, she was just so cute, I mean, I have a son also, but he doesn't stay with me, but when I, and the point of why I stopped comics, cause, because I wasn't involved so much in his life, unlike I am now, yeah. I wanted to be really involved in her life. So I said, you know what? Let me put comedy to the side. I was working at the time at Washington Hospital Center. Yeah. And I was like, let me put comedy to the side. Let me stay home and be with my daughter. And da, 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 da. Because I didn't want her not to know her dad like she does now. Like now, I'm, I can freely, she tells me all the time, when you leaving? You know what I'm saying? Because that's how close we are in relationship. And I, now she knows this is what daddy does. Okay. So therefore, yeah, but on and off 13 years but I've really been back in the game I say about the last 7 yeah 7, 8 oh really 7, 8 years yeah yeah 7, 8 years yeah you'd be surprised how fast time flies you probably yeah. thinking you started like 2, 3 years ago it's probably been about good 4 now Justin I'm on year 4 I started yeah that was great to say yeah that was great to say 16, 17, 18 so I've done 3 3 years and 3 months in. cause RFD's been closed for how long last year it closed last year I thought it's been 2 now no, no. Yeah, that thing has been two now, Justin. I think we're going on the second year. I hope not. Yeah. I, I could have sworn this shit there last No, year. you didn't. Uh, maybe I didn't. Well, well, yeah, 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 you did. Because I remember, you're right. Because I remember I came home. It I no, it no. It was like over the summer. No, I thought it closed over the winter. Not this one. I mean, not this winter. You might be right. It might be a year because I did. I did do RFD in January last year before I went out of town to my mom's uh, birthday celebration slash fundraiser. I want to say it was last like February between between February and April. 
Oh, okay. But, uh, no, RFD was a great room. Shout it out on the podcast. Yeah, before. shout out to Ralph Cooper, man. Coop, Jason over there with the lights, and everybody used to work over there. My man James at the bar. At the bar, man. Yeah, I missed that place, I man. Know, man. Just heckling people from the... Well, me and Alex Brown were talking about this shit last week, just how, like, when somebody went on stage and they ate a dick. Like, oh, yeah. Like, when they touched them. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> we were... on stage, like, don't get that fucking bomb on me. And we would just be clowning their ass over in the corner by the by, like by the back. To. Yeah, okay. yeah. There was a lot of great spots there and shit. Uh, all right, and so you don't only do comedy, though, right? Or at least stand-up comedy specifically. Let's specify that. Right. Instagram people out there and stuff. You right. Do stand-up comedy. But what else do you have going on? For what you? else do I do? What else do, you do? Yeah. Well, I have a uh, Facebook Live show that I do every day from 12 to 1 o'clock. It's called The Mark Carter Show. Where we talk about different things, uh, some 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 um, celebrity gossip that goes on, some uh, current events that go on, as some some relationship and 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 uh, life stuff that we talk about. Like I talked about uh, last week, I needed some help on what should I do. My son is sixteen. I mentioned him earlier in the podcast. My son is yeah. sixteen, and he got a girl pregnant, and. Having to try to get that out because, you know, I mean, I'm just, I don't know what to do. I don't know what, how to approach situations. So on the Mark Carter show, we talked about it. And it was half and half. It was crazy. Half, it was half people were like, yeah, keep the baby, da, 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 da. But then the other half were like, give me Ray Carew stories of how we should. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was how crazy it was. It was like, hey, you know, if uh, if you uh, you know, push her down a flight of stairs at the right momentum, at the right angle, I was like, what? Yeah, it was coat hangers. It was coat hangers involved. Oh my god, it was ridiculous. But that's yeah. what I do on the show. I speak a lot of the truth. That sometimes about me. That sometimes some of my family members they kind of get upset about it, where they don't want me to talk so much. Yeah, how do you handle like? Knowing where to draw the line of what business is okay to put out there and what you're with. It's hard, worth, man. What's worth risking. It's hard, man, because I'm trying to figure that out now because I have people who are working with me to take this show to a real radio station. Okay. You did? So I'm having to try to figure it out right now as as as, as I'm doing this because I got into it. Um, yeah, matter of fact, my um, my girl, got she got mad at me because I talked about that. And she figured that that was just something that was supposed to be personal for me and my family. And I had to explain to her, I was like, I understand because I did talk about our niece who had got diagnosed with a disease. And um, I didn't say her name or anything. like. I think I did. I showed a picture of her. But it was... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, y'all know who this is, but... Yeah, but... um, well, well, I had to explain to her that, yes, I understand that because she was mad. The fact is, is that there was somebody at her job who uh, saw my show and was like just around the office like, oh, I heard you're going to be a grandmother, girl. Like, and she's like, oh, boy. Yeah. So she's like, what? And then she called me and was like, can you sometimes just not talk about every fucking thing that goes on in your life? But at the same time, though. I had to, to I had to I had to I had to tell her at the same time I'm not going to say anything that's going to make us look at, like like in a bad light. Like there's nothing that she's going to be able to talk about like I'm not on there talking about yeah my girl be farting and stinking up the place when she but that's says, I get what you're saying. But that but yeah. that embarrassing stuff 
that would have my family or my friends not wanting to basically, you know how it is with comments, where, yeah. with, with people around comments, like, oh, I, I can't do this around you. You might talk about that on stage. You know, yeah. I don't want people like that around me. I want you to be true to yourself and true to who you are. But just know, if it's some funny shit that goes down, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. But yeah, that, I also do um, social media work for different uh, celebrities. Okay. I find, um, you know, memes, quotes, funny videos, serious videos, and I send them to a person who we all on a team together, and they put them on different celebrities' media sites. Oh, shit. Like, I didn't even know that was a job. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised people don't put out their own stuff, but... You'd be surprised what's the job, what can be a job in comedy. Like, when I be hearing yeah. some of these guys and some of these girls be like, man, I gotta go to work tomorrow, da 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 I be thinking like, well, comedy should be your number one job. Like, eventually. Yes. Eventually. That yeah. should be your number one yeah. job. And if you want and love... Here's the thing. I, well, for me, personally, I was for years, years, after I lost my job at the hospital... Then I was working at CVS, and then I quit CVS because they had me doing some fuckboy shit. The dude, I think, wanted just to see if he, I want to, he was African too, so he was like, yeah. he was like, I need you to get to the trash can and push the trash down. I'm like, you got me fucked up. Hey, you either do it or you go home. You go home or you do it. You make the choice. You make the choice. And I was like, nigga, I'm going home, nigga, fuck that. So after oh, that, it was a struggle trying to find jobs, but what wasn't a struggle was making money through comedy. That has, for some reason, that's always fallen into my lap somehow, some way. And I just had to basically come to the realization, I think about two years ago, yeah, year and a half, two years ago, I was like, let me go and do this shit 100%, find out everything I can possibly do as far as making money-wise in comedy. Yeah. And you'll be surprised, Justin. Like we were talking earlier about a, a room runner. Shit, he started off as a comic, but what did yeah. he see? He saw, shit, I can make a whole lot more money producing this shit. And he quit his fucking job. And that's what a lot of people are trying to do nowadays and shit, too. Um, which is cool, I mean. But in terms of when you came to that realization that, that you wanted to go 100%, this is something what me and my girl talk about a lot. Like mm -hmm. We both have decent jobs now. Where right. It's like, if I stop, it's going to be almost a complete change in lifestyle. Oh, me then. oh it so is like, going to change. What, so what... Did you recognize, or what did you have to end up giving up, making a change from trying to have a part-time job to going comedy 100%? Well, I have to, I guess. And what kind of reconciliations did you have to do then with, like... I guess you got, I, I ain't gonna lie, I guess you gotta give kind of like your dignity <laughs> a little bit, because you're not gonna make this money, like you, like you said, you had a good job, right? Yeah. You're not gonna make the money, so therefore, it's gonna be them nights where... Everybody wants to go out and eat after a show or something or have a bunch of drinks. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you can't because you like, shit, I'm job broke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that shit hits you. Like, I got to go on the house. It's been yeah. many a times after shenanigans that you got, hey, want to have a drink about a drink? I can't just because I'm broke. That's not me. Like, no, I, I know, but I'm, I'm I'm just fucking with you. I know, oh, yeah, but, yeah, that, yeah. but that's the point. I'm, I need to spend my money on certain things because it's not coming. Right, it's not coming in as a normal as as a normal like income. Shit, right, like every fucking two weeks when you get a paycheck. No, it's not happening like that. That's nice as shit. So that's for me. That's for one. Yeah. Uh, and I guess that's for, for really that's it. Just having to stay the course and know that eventually this is gonna pay out in the long run. Because if I stay funny. And I stay working at my craft. Yeah. Oh, the money gonna come. I've seen it with my peers. I've seen it with people around me. The money's gonna come. Shit, Seton had a joke <laughs> that he did on uh Seton Smith. 
Yeah. Yeah. He had a joke he done on um, what was it? Late night with Seth. Okay. Yeah. I might have seen that one. Yeah. He had a joke he done on Late Night with Seth. He was like, man, I didn't realize, you know what I'm saying, what this TV money was like. <laughs> he said, I got cocaine money now. Like, but because he's funny yeah. and he stayed true to the grind and to the course, there you go. He was able to get a check for some TV money and maybe buy some cocaine. I'm not saying I'm about cocaine with the money, but I, 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 if I stay true, it's going to come. You want to buy that monkey? You have talking about buying a monkey. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm buying, not cocaine. You're, thank you, Justin. You reminded me. No I'm buying a Chipotle. What's it called? A chip, uh, chip, one of them little, No, not one. You know one of the monkeys that uh, that uh, the guy has? You know one of them old monkeys where you... Oh, Michael Jackson monkey? Little circus monkey? Yeah, but, but you know, little Chipotle... I forget what the name is. Chipotle monkeys, but they can... You know, they, they don't get but so big. So they're not gonna get like bubbles. Uh, bubbles was a chimpanzee, yeah, yeah, yeah. and bubbles got the bubbles got so big they had he had to send him off to a zoo because he was gonna rip somebody's face off. But not that monkey, the little cute monkey that I can put like a top hat on, and you know. Fucking Sambo monkey. There you go. <laughs> Even though don't call my monkey Sambo though. Sambo ass He's not gonna have black face. Entertain white friends when yeah, they come yeah. over. Don't have to worry about them sticking his dick in their ear either. That would Pryor. be that would be funny though if it did happen. That, that lost Richard Pryor, dude. You don't remember that bit? But it was a hilarious bit. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was a hilarious bit. Fucking, um, all right, I do want to talk about it a little bit more because um yeah that's something me and my girl are talking about now. So like when you initially made that change to like full time comedy, when did I initially what make? did you do like specifically? Like what were you doing? Like okay. I'm not making a job, doing a job anymore. I'm only focusing on comedy. What was your next step? Oh, well, my next step was instead of, was like when I, the next step was instead of going out and filling the application during the day, yeah. write, do other things on social media. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Put, you put my, put my energy towards that yeah. instead of putting my energy towards filling the applications, running here and there. Cause I ain't got no car. So therefore that's a lot of time consumed on the train yeah. and buses and ain't nothing paying off. Yeah. But comedy is paying off. So, let me put my efforts into that. Then by the time I look up, shit, it's 12 o'clock. I got to do the show. I do the show. After I do the show, work out. Write some more. Maybe do some social media work. Things and that. Then get my daughter. Then go back out and do comedy. Like, you... you if one, if like you routinely. If you, yeah, if you get a routine down, eventually it'll feel like you, you feel like you're working. Yeah. Like I tell my girl all the time, like you guys get off and clock out. I've never, I, I don't clock out. There's no clocking out. I'm constantly working. I'm constantly writing, constantly thinking about the next idea. Like I'm going to be starting my own podcast, yeah. uh, which I hope and pray that I had to change the name because Eddie Lyles told me the first name I had, somebody already had it. Yeah. On the grind. That's me. That's not that one. I had uh, not another podcast. With Mark Carter, oh, somebody yeah, has yeah, that yeah, name. Yeah. Somebody has that name. So I figured I'd make the chicken and uh, chicken and mambo sauce. Chicken, okay. Don't it doesn't have no, no, doesn't no, have no. nothing to do with chicken wings and mambo sauce. But I just like the name because I'm DC guy and I'm gonna have certain guests. So, so I'm constantly working and trying to you know get new uh, 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 other avenues. Yeah. And I'm telling you, Justin, when you look up, you'll be like, damn, this is work. Like I'm working, and you'll never stop working. At all, man. Like, I take, I do about one of these every two weeks or so. But the amount of time I record during, for uh, any of these podcasts, I spend about three times the amount of time 
going back and editing and fixing some exactly. stuff and shaping it down. And that's because I didn't have like Photoshop before and uh, what is it? Photoshop and some other program that I just got that's going to save me some time with it. Elements, Premiere Elements, but that shit is work. It is work. I got to listen back to it, find the parts I want to keep for the five minute version, and then cut out all the you know make the make it feel nice, add in intros, music breaks, a little bit of shit. It's weird. But what's fun is that you're doing something that you love to do. So then it feels like work, but then it don't feel like work. That's what's the crazy part about it. That's what's crazy part about it. And I'm enjoying life. Like I am truly enjoying life. I'm having an awesome time on this grind. I hope and pray that it, because eventually, I mean, we're going to get somewhere. Yeah. It's inevitable. If we're gonna get somewhere, whether whether yeah. whether whether it be writing for somebody's sitcom, you know yeah. what I'm saying, or you are on a sitcom, whatever, we're you're gonna get somewhere. And I just hope and pray <laughs> that it feels like this when you when when you get somewhere. You know what I mean? Like the grind, yeah, yeah. like having like it feels worthwhile, like a payoff kind of thing. Not not just it's still fun. It still is fun. Like Eddie Bryant told me. Shout out to Eddie Bryant. He told me years ago. He was like, Mark, keep having fun now. Cause when you start, <laughs> cause when you start having them, and when it started your fucking job, you know what I'm saying. You might have some days where you like hating this shit, and I'm like, I've been there. But then I had to snap back at me, like, you know what? I'm having fun. I'm doing something I love to do. I'm getting paid to do it. What else could be fucking? What else? What else could? What else could I want right now except for more money? But other than that, yeah. can't do it for money though, cause that's when. No, I don't do it for money. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, and I'm hopefully. That when I start doing it for that real money, I'm still being able to have fun and enjoying it and not walking out there like, oh, this is a job. Yeah, how you guys doing? Uh-huh. And you had to base the baby first. But I'm bummed. Good night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've, I've had those nights. And that's just, it, it's a, it, it's because it's everything can be draining. Like, if you're not, if you don't have a day job you're like, and you're still working, like, something is going to be draining to you one way or another. But it's good that you can... That you have like that that what is it, the natural motivation or it's, I, I'm motivating tra- energy from, it, from, from I'm, it. I'm telling you, it just happened, Justin. When uh, I had to, it what I don't know. I'm, I'm uh, maybe it's God, a higher power, but yeah. regular jobs weren't coming through. And I'm like, I, I got people working <laughs> at these places, talking to the people. I'm dead serious. I've had like three jobs where we got you. You know what I'm saying? Damn. And nothing has happened. Damn. And no one has called. One person didn't even call me back. One person didn't even like. They were supposed to got me. We neighbors. These motherfuckers ain't said nothing to me after that. Like. I mean, what was the job though? Were you applying to be a lawyer? Were you applying? For no, I was. Land? I was. I was going to be one. Was I was going to be a security guard working at the front desk of this oh, place. Yeah. No offense, anybody can do that. Exactly. Yeah. Another one, I was going to be working at the seafood department and uh, at a giant, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so like attainable shit. Yeah, obtainable. Another one was, and this is crazy, I went to school for telecommunications. I can put you, cable in. You have a college degree? No, no, no. You can go You go to a trade school. Okay. I went to I a trade school, shit. got certified to put yeah, cable right. in, yeah. telephones in. Yeah. Nigga, I can't even get that job <laughs> with the fucking... <laughs> With the shit in my hand. Yeah, with the shit in my hand. But comedy, people are calling me. Hey, could you do this? Hey, could you do that? You know, I'm like, 
you know what? Like I said earlier, let me put my efforts into this instead of going off in applications, and I am loving it. Well, shit, two things with that that uh, make me want to think of. One, I'm a, this is my second question, which is where do you get your inspirations from and all that stuff. You got a feel for that already, but two, uh, and the first question I want to ask is, let me pause, sorry, I completely forgot. Alright, but first, in terms of, you know, if people are hitting you up and stuff, how much do you think that has to do with maybe how you come off as a person, as well as, outside of maybe, just your comedy? Because let's put it like this, there's a lot of people that can be funny, but a lot about comedy right now is booking the nice guy or booking someone that, you know, you can work with. How much do you think you being, because from what I can tell, our interactors is Stuff you're not really a negative dude. No, not I mean, at all. You're 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 happy to listen, happy to share, kind of guy. You're kind of going with the flow. You know your priorities, but you know you're enjoying life. You're enjoying comedy. I think. How much do you think that impacts? I think that I think that does, I think that does impact it a lot. But then I think also it can be a little bit of a burden to me because I am such of a nice guy, that I uh like I've had to learn. Um, if someone books you, yeah. someone asks you to do a show, yeah. first thing you should say is how much first yeah. thing. But I had to learn that because I'm such a nice guy and I'd be like, okay, cool. And I saw one show. I'm a, I love these guys. I love Rollo. I love Paris. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Love them to death. This ain't got nothing to do with them, yeah. but because I know, I know they getting it. I know they grinding. Yeah. And so we did the same show together and I'm seeing the, the producer of the show, yeah. you know, do the whole handshake thing where money is exchanged mm -hmm. and I'm looking like where the fuck my handshake at <laughs> but that's not neither the promoter nor anybody else's fault but mine because I'm quite sure when they called them yeah. and said could you do the show it's like yeah how much how much so you, you paying didn't, sort that out before didn't at show, all did it all and I had okay. and, that, and that was one of the lessons I had to learn so with that being said that's one of the things yeah that yeah People take advantage of you if you let them and shit. Yep. Is that something uh, you've corrected since? Oh, oh, of course. Oh, of course. I've corrected that. With with saying is, when someone asks, hey, could you do this? How much? Or what am I getting out of this deal? Period. Because at the end of the day, you know, you got gas. Yep. You got public transportation. You got money that's coming out your pocket to do somebody's show. And if you're not reimbursed for it, then you basically, they're gonna they're gonna basically treat you the same way. They're gonna be yeah. like, I can get some free shit out this nigga, and let me call the dude who I know he ain't gonna say, well where the money at? Yeah. Cause it's happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the things I had to. I had, that's one of the things I had to learn, as far as me being the person who I am. Don't don't be so nice when it comes to your pockets and survival. Yeah, especially like now since you're like if comedy is your main source of income, you can't take those chances. Like Not that. at all. Not at all. I had to learn that. I mean, I'm going through something right now where a dude I hosted was supposed to host a show for him last month, and I came through uh, at six o'clock because he said the show was going to be from like six to eleven, and I was supposed to co-host the thing through, and I didn't even think like oh. Maybe I should ask for money. I was doing it more so of a favor. Right. I'm also just like in a phase now where I can make the time sacrifices because I have a day job that'll take care of that sort of stuff. So I'll go 
for the experience, get my time up, and build myself comedically that way. But it's like now, like if I go back, like that's not happening again. Like, right. You gotta. I had. I, I got food and drink last time. But it's like I at least need that next time. Something. You want me again, cause something. And I had to ask. It's like, not that he wasn't. He wasn't a nice dude. That probably wouldn't have got it anyway. It's just like, I asked. It's like, all right, dude, you want this much of my time? Yeah. Yeah. I gotta get something. Well, I mean, and at the end of the day, I just had to realize that it's not. <clears throat> Cause I, all right, I don't like people to not like me. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I think it's all comics. Nah, it's comics out there that don't give a fuck. And I'm gonna say one name. That, I don't what, give. A, I don't like yeah. the guy. Fuck Ahmed. Fuck Ahmed Valerio. <laughs> fuck that nigga. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck yeah. him. He's a dick. Yeah. He's a dick. I don't know why, but me personally, I like. I'm not gonna overly extend myself. Be like, hey, everybody love me, but I'm not out there being a cold dick. Yeah. But I had to learn that me ask me 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 saying that how much and things that that's not me being a dick because I had to get over that. That's yeah. me being a human being and having to fucking live. Understanding show business. But again, fuck Ahmed. <laughs> fuck his dickhead ass. I don't even think I don't even know why he's even, why I don't, he's not even funny. I don't know, man. That's I remember one time he I was at a show um, on Eighth Street. He came through the guest host. I was there. It's supposed to start at 8. I got there at 7.45. He sh- no, I got there at 7.30. He shows up with a couple other comics at 7.45. Mm. And I talk to him because he's not the regular host. Like, hey, my name's Justin Brown. Yeah. He's here. When Jamel's here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, some stage time tonight. Whoop de whoop. He's like, all right, I'll let you know. Because, like, normally it's about 20 people that show up. Right. Uh, comics. Right. Tonight, was, that night, it was only four other comics and me. The two brought came with him and two other ones that showed up. So, like, he starts the show around 8.10. Two of them go up. And after the second one's on stage, he's like, hey, you think I, I can still get some time tonight? So he's like, yeah, let me, let me see what's going on. So the third comment goes up, and then he brings the fourth one up. Mm-hmm. And it's around 8.45. And I'm looking at him like, okay. What's up? Yeah, you think you still got me? He's like, hey, you know what? It, not that many people showed up tonight. I'm just going to call the show. Like, a complete dick move. Like, I've been there before you. What? It was four people in the audience. It was like, yeah, it's only four people. Yeah, I, I, I'm just going to let my friends party with me. And you can and just go ahead back home. I was like, yeah, it's only four people. And I don't know why I came through on stage. Like, it was kind of like just, and shit. Even if it was... If like, no one, even, I wasn't going to go up to trash the room. But I've seen like other... Two of the other comics that like, like said this is, you know, some small room bullshit to a degree. On the stage. But still, <laughs> I mean... That's like all the open mics... That, that's the majority of my it's going to yeah. happen like that yeah. so for him not to do that it's almost like he was just pulling a dick move like he oh, had absolutely. he had a little power absolutely and, and he, he was, didn't know me from nothing right so it's not saying he owed me I'm just saying it was it's he still a dick just move it's like hey nah we can only book I don't think yeah yeah, yeah I would have been cool with that instead of making me waste a whole hour plus dick move waiting around to get bumped off but this podcast ain't about bashing yeah Ahmed. I might take that part out might not I just Fuck let that. you know I don't disagree Fuck him. <laughs> then it stays. <laughs> All right, that being said, besides, I guess, other dickhead comics, where do you get your uh, inspiration from? Oh, one, my daughter. She's a big inspiration as far as, and I'm not even talking about as far as uh, t- making telling jokes about her. Yeah. Just as far as her humor and her silly and goofiness as, as far as in the house. Like I said before, I, man, I've been around my daughter since. Day one. You know, yeah. until now. And so that for one is, 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 uh, 
is a big part of my comedy. Family, yeah. another big part. Uh, I don't tend to talk about politics too much like that, but the people who, as far as comic-wise, I look for inspiration. One, the late, great Richard Pryor. Yep. Two, the late, great Patrice O'Neal. Hey, salute. Uh, some people might think I'm kind of funny with this, but Jerry Seinfeld. He's got structure, man. Dave Chappelle. Uh, Corey Holcomb. 51-50. Louis C.K., all right, before or after the really, bro, really, really, we haven't seen anything, so we can't. He hasn't. He hasn't done anything. Are you still listening to him after the fact? Or? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't buy the um the app. Or no, anything. I'm just saying. Are you? Are you? You can't find this can shit. Separate the. Oh, the I can. Artists, oh yeah. Art? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 That's like. That's like um. That's like when Quincy Jones was saying how gay Richard Pryor was. I was like, uh, I already knew this. Yeah, uh, if you listen to him, like I, I knew yeah, that I I read his knew. autobiography. He had yeah, a relationship well. with a trans vestite, yeah. meaning this was a guy who dressed as a woman, who knew himself as a woman, but still had a penis. He knew this and was in love with the man. Yeah. That doesn't take nothing. Matter of fact, on Fire and Smoke, I know you saw that Fire That's and Smoke. My favorite. Yeah, live he, and smoking. Like is that what it is? What, what he was on uh, yeah. at the little comedy club? Yeah, the only DVD of his I bought. But it's on Netflix and everything. Yeah, but he Love openly it. talked about sucking dick. The first time. It the made everyone awkward. But everyone awkward, truth. but it was his truth. So I look at guys like that, like, like Bill Burr, where they talk about their truth, their yeah. point of view on their lives, the things they see around them, and I get inspiration from that. And so I take my life and the things that I go through, and I try to make people laugh at it because I'm laughing at it. I mean, shit. My son is literally trying to make me a grandfather. And I joke about how I'm not supposed to be a grandfather at 38. At it's, all. It's not a, I mean. What? For the black community. Right? For the black community. <laughs> I've, I've this shit's younger. got to stop. I've heard, oh, yes, yeah. that'd be nice, but you can't control everybody's dicks and shit. You know I, what I mean? surely can, but I can slam, I should have scared the shit out of him. I didn't scare him enough. I should have told him, you fucks a girl and get her pregnant, I'll kill you. That's what my father told me. So therefore, my pull-up <laughs> game was on point. Yeah. I'm not saying I was using rubbers on my high school suite all the time. And I'm not saying I pulled all the time. But I pulled out enough where I was like, nah, man. And it just seemed like he's trying to have this baby. Either he's trying to have this baby uh, as a joke or out of spite to show me how not he can be. He wants it. And to show me he can be a better father than I was. Uh, I think that's what it is. Uh, I mean, there's plenty of time to do that. Just don't. <laughs> That's why I'm like holding, like not now, nigga. Like you can, you can prove your point, like when you 25, 30, but not now, nigga. No. Hey, you had him later in life than. Yeah, I had him. I had, I had him when I was, uh, when I was in my twenties, my early twenties. Exactly. He's got a few years to get himself together before he tries to spite you. Jesus Christ, I hope so. But I, but those are the things that those are the things I talk about and joke about because. When I first started out and I first um, was was doing comedy, I was doing jokes that I thought people would like to laugh at. You know what I'm saying? Which is far as political... Uh, NBC. Right. NBC. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I saw that it was funny, but I wasn't having fun because it wasn't my real truth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just basically like... It's almost as if I was like... Re Even though they were my jokes, it was almost like if I was reading a script that somebody else wrote. And it, it and it wasn't it wasn't fun. Like I, 
I mean, I've had certain jokes that I can still fall back on that I'm like, okay, that is how I was really thinking at the time, but it was more or less, it was more to, to the point of, I saw what people were doing on TV, and I thought, okay, that's the way I should do it, this is what yeah. I should talk about, and it didn't, it, it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't fun for me, so, those yeah. are, those are the, yeah, just my family, the comics that I, that I, that I talked about, those are, those are where I get my inspiration from. True. And it's good that, I mean, for 13 years, it sounds like you went through your maturation process I, in terms of, you know, starting. Because you start by stealing, in a way. Just either, if not jokes, ideally not jokes, but like a personality, you know, like, uh, uh, not, was it emulating? Yeah, because I think when I first started, I think, I, I think when I first started, I was emulating, uh, Comic View slash. Deaf comedy. Deaf comedy. Like yeah. not 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 as far as joke wise, but yeah. as far as energy wise and yeah. like you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was I was doing that to the point I was like like I said, it's like this ain't me. I'm not having fun. This is even they laughing, but I'm not having fun. I'm it's almost like I'm making my forcing myself to do some shit. No. Bro. Let me go and talk about what the fuck I need to talk about. And I do it so much. I remember Ashley, I was working on my jokes and shit. Yeah. Ashley Mayo, shout out to her. Yeah. She came up to me and she was like, I don't know why the fuck I keep looking at that shit. All you're going to talk about is your kids and your goddamn wife. And I was like, fuck you, Ashley. It's <laughs> like, fuck you, Ashley. But it was a joke and it was a friendship because that's exactly what I do. And I'm not shy. I'm not shying away from it and I'm not going to change. Period. Fuck it. Unless, you know, somebody finds some dirt out on you. Where you were inviting women over to your fucking southeast apartment. Northeast, buddy. In front of plants. I wasn't trying to give away your real address, but all right. Northeast. Mark Carter from the mean streets of Northeast. Yeah! And all that shit. All right. Actually, somebody got murdered in my parking lot. A girl got murdered. What, recently? Mm, last summer, yeah. I believe it. Yeah. A lot yeah. of deaths happen over... What is it, 48th, around 48th to 52nd? Yeah. I'm going to need a shrimp boat. I've known, like, matter of fact, it's been, like, three guys that I've known. One guy, he got he got murdered in front of the Valero uh, gas, gas station. station? Yeah. Damn. I know, I know, I knew him. He was friends with my nephews. I saw him laid out. Another guy was friends with, uh, was, was, was friends with my, um, niece's father. He got murdered on 42nd. Yeah. Right behind that, by forty six, right when you was, you know, when you yeah, was at, yeah, he got murdered right yeah. there. Yeah, that's by the Valero too, matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, they get rid of that fucking Valero. They probably do. That's probably what I, I think they need to get rid of that that fucking that the gas, gas is station. So cheap. Yeah, but the shit happened. <laughs> they had they actually they actually had a uh, for some reason it was like a heroin ring that was going on right there. It was in the paper. The they Valero? busted. Yeah, they busted some years ago. This ain't even been ten years. They busted like three, four years ago a whole ring that was going on back there. They had an apartment set up and all this shit yeah. where they was running coke and dope like it was goddamn Frank Lucas and his brothers back that motherfucker. Damn. Yeah, yeah. So you probably right. They need probably to shut that bitch down and put something else up there like a I don't know a smoothie machine or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just to go ahead and give all the white people comfort. Yeah, coming over, it's okay. Build guys. a Starbucks up or well, something. Build a fucking uh, the condos and shit over there. That's yeah, about yeah. to take over that shit too. Yeah. All right. But, well, on a on a lighter note, okay. the, we'll go to the radio show real quick, and we'll wrap it up after that. Right. Um, just talk about the radio show because you did have a radio show initially that eventually evolved to the Facebook. All right, here's so what, like the timeline. Here's what, here's what, here's, here's how it happened. This is, I mean, this isn't like, no, like I said, for some reason, comedy and things that's happening 
in my life, yeah. it started to like be like one of those, one of those hallelujah, like one of those yeah. Okay. So I, last year, like I say, every year, and I gotta shout this out, my mom, uh, Cordelia Jones, go shout to her face, yeah, go to her Facebook page. Uh, she's doing great things for uh, kids and the community in Jamaica, women in Jamaica, where she um, uh, sends school supplies, clothes, things and things like that to um, underprivileged kids and women in Jamaica. She helps them, you know, get more domestic, domesticated, get more, um, I, I guess, interview savvy, going to get jobs and things like that. Okay. But which is she's uh, I was on the plane coming back. I'm, I'm what I'm about to get to. I was on the plane coming back. I'm not coming back. Going there, and I met the ambassador of Jamaica, like the ambassador, not the fucking secretary, but the ambassador. Shout out to Miss Audrey Parks, uh, and she and she's now is gonna give my mom access, like she's got diplomatic, motherfucking credentials, nice. to go back and forth to Jamaica and some other things. So I was coming back last year from her. Uh, from her fundraiser slash, because she throws the fundraiser and the birthday, like annual. yeah, okay. every year for birthday and fundraiser cel- uh, uh, celebration, and she hires me to perform. You know, nice. she books my plane ticket. You know what I'm saying? To and fro, uh, and you know, I stay at my mom's house and all that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Florida, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Palm the uh, Lake Worth in the city of Palm Beach, beautiful, beautiful area, and so. When I came back, I was doing Just Joe's Radio with Nikki Moore. I'm going to shout her out. She's still cool. But um, for some reason, the show was getting... She didn't like where we were at. Yeah. She didn't like the station we was at, and she wasn't showing up. And then the last show, I did by myself. And then after I did it, I was told that we're not doing it no more. But I had been doing this shit for like the last three years. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. I just couldn't stop. And I was like, what the fuck? Yo, I, I got this bug that I still... I love doing radio. I love performing. I love talking with people. Yeah. Whether it be me telling jokes or me just having conversations that's going to enlighten us. You know, I learn something, you learn something, whatever. So I was like, why the fuck can I keep this going? And I just had a thought. was like, wait, I can do this on Facebook Live. Instead of me with my phone in my hand, you know, walking around, talking to people while I'm cooking whatever the fuck or taking a shower and all this other stupid, silly shit people do with Facebook Live, I'm you like... showers on Facebook? Nigga, nigga. <laughs> they, you don't see them. Yeah. You, 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 you... You can't, they don't show them by naked body, but yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, come on, man. Like, let's you, everybody's doing stupid shit. Like, even the story that happened the other day, a couple a week ago, where the guy got shot in the head. Oh, Facebook, that's happened a few times, though. But no, but this, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is stupid. Y'all, y'all are taking something that could be used, you know, in a positive way, and y'all just doing silly, stupid shit. It's so human, it's humans though, like we always gonna do some dumb shit. At the end of the day. But that was that was crazy. I, I, human that, error. That was crazy. But so I was just like, you know what? Let me set it up like a real, like a show. Yeah. Let me right. set up like a show. Let me put in the description section. This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna talk about, and let's go from there. And the response has been great. It's just been uh, like like I said, it's a job because I'm having to come up with topics every day. Uh, yeah. Every day and hold court. At first, I was doing it for two hours. 
Jesus. Yeah, I was doing it from 12 to 2. And it was going great. By yourself, no breaks. No breaks, not at all. No, no bathroom breaks. No bathroom breaks, none of that. Damn. And so I was like, but I, I didn't want to keep, I didn't want to keep people there too long for two hours. 12 to 2 in the afternoon. Were they watching the whole thing? Though? They were though. Okay. But I just was like, let me, because I was like, let me break it down to an hour. And so I broke it down to an hour and it's been great. It's just, like I said, it's been, the work has just been to come up with different topics every day. But that's how it happened. It happened on the humble where... So I was getting shut down here and I was like, I got to keep it moving. Good. And now I kept it moving and it might get to a point where I'm going to have my own radio show on a real radio station. So just, sure. just keep my fingers crossed. No, I, gotta, I keep my fingers crossed for you. So that's, yeah. I mean, fucking, yeah. uh, that, that's crazy though, just because, um, I don't know what to say. But before you say that, I, and now I think I done sparked something. Yeah. Have you noticed, like, a lot of people are, like, doing Facebook Lives now? No, I'm off Facebook. I'm off oh, Facebook. you all Facebook. Facebook. Uh, go back, but go back, go back and look sometimes. It's like yeah. a lot of people now are doing Facebook Lives. Like local comedians? Local comedians, yeah. And uh, and some of my friends who watch the show now, like, I saw, I'll to put my phone on and I go to Facebook all of a sudden, yeah. boom. Such and such doing a live show, and I'm like, okay, let me see, let me see what they doing live, and then they like do like try and do a show. show. No, they're not doing much, but they're like the topic for today is, and I'm like, nigga, you wasn't doing that, like, okay, maybe that's just like you know a homage to me and all that, but yeah. you wasn't doing that like a month ago, nigga. Anybody shout you out at least, just give you credit if you think if that's where it's going. I haven't watched it that long for them to do that. Well, they'll like they'll say hey when I get on there, but. Yeah. My brother, actually, my step, my my, my step brother, yeah. he actually did. He actually took and did. He actually took my I, what I was doing and actually did something for real. So he was having on Facebook Live every Tuesday during the football season. He was doing like a fantasy football show. Oh, Shout okay. out to Cozy Powell. I think he's gonna do that again this year. So y'all go check him out, man. I couldn't. I couldn't fully watch it because I boycotted football because yeah, of Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I did that. So I. So I had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. But oh, you didn't even look up stats. Like I didn't watch, but I was like on the websites and shit. Mm -mm. And transactions. Didn't watch shit. Team. Only the only Damn. football game I saw was. The Super Bowl, because I was invited to the Super Bowl party. That's it. Didn't watch a fucking game. Had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. But it seemed great. The nigga had motherfucking graphics and all that shit. I just nice. told him. I said, I, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on, so I ain't got nothing to give to this show. But I started to see a lot of people doing Facebook Live shows and things like that. So I'm like, hey, that's cool. I guess I had to, it had to start somewhere. So I'm glad it was me. Let's see what we want to end this on. In terms of goals, I think that's the big thing. Goals and advice. So, firstly, what either short-term or long-term goals that you have for comedy, stand-up, and then short-term or long... Well, short-term, long-term... <laughs> short-term right now, and, it's, and it'd be funny because every time I say this, everybody be like, you ain't for real, you ain't. Short-term right now, I'm not even going to lie. I, I want to do the Big Hut and goddamn the improv. Have not done it yet. And people, and you look at me too, like, huh? You kind of look at me like, like Big Hunt? You can't get on Big Hunt? Haven't done it yet. I've filled, okay. I've, I've, I've emailed and all that. And I, and I, and I guess it's because at one point, I was, at one point, I was like, man, fuck that. I ain't about to email all these people, you know what I'm saying, with these email lists. I'm going to yeah. go do comedy with, sign up on site. Yeah, because well, it's, it's other I, places you can It's other go. places to go. So yeah. I was just like, you know, there's no point me. You know, filling out the big, you know, sign up for the big hut every goddamn week, and I'm not, I don't know if I'm gonna get on, 
So I'm going to go to yeah. spots that I know I'm going to get on. But now I'm seeing, because Russ, shout out to Russ Green. He was like, you know, he told me, he was like, Mark, it's time for you to stop doing just these open mics all the time. But I'm like, I have such a, you 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 want to get on and, and do time so badly that you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But he was like, the three houses in D.C. are underground comedy, the improv, and... No, no, no. Draft house. Those are the three oh, main houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The three main houses, and so I did Wonderland for them uh, two Sundays ago. For uh, underground. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm just gonna email them, keep emailing them again, and da 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 da, and hopefully I get to there, whereas I can get to the improv, and then I can maybe you know, cause I'm starting to travel. Like I said, I'll be starting to go to New York, and then I'll be starting to head to Vegas. Fingers crossed. Also, nice. not the strip. Off the strip for just mics or Con, no, no. I'm actually going to probably be having a show that I'm be working okay. for a, a like a week, like a like a week or two out of the month huh, in Vegas, right. but not on the strip, off the strip. I mean, shit, man. You know, opportunity. Yeah. So with that, I just want the short term goal is I want to do those two things because I've done draft house numerous of times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just have not done the improv or Big Hut. And I want to do those before I actually say, you Skin know, out. adios, DC. I love y'all. I'll be back. You know what I'm saying? I just want to do those. So that's my short-term goal. Long-term goal, hopefully, if it works out, I want to be a cast member of Saturday Night Live. That's my dream, man. That's it? That's my dream. That's my dream. That's my dream to be a cast member of Saturday Night Live. Just because you grew up with it or why? That's enough. Yeah, because I grew up with it. I, I just I I just see myself in that atmosphere and how I know it could I know I could take my it could take me to a whole nother level, but just it just looks now granted looks can always be deceiving. Yeah. But it just looks so much of what I want to do as far as comedy wise. As far as right. far as telling writing with your friends and your your colleagues and having to go to work every day and, and, and be funny. That just looks awesome to me. I remember I told, matter of fact, I told Jermaine, you know, he was, uh, uh, I shouted him, you know, I, I said, man, you're doing big things, man. I'm proud of you. Jermaine Fowler. Yeah. Fowler, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Jermaine Fowler. Everybody doesn't know him personally, but I was like, man, I'm proud of you, man. And the show that you on, it looks like y'all are really having really fun doing it. Uh, fuck, I don't forgot the name of the show that what, quick. Uh, something Donuts? No, that's the second one. I haven't seen that one. Uh, the one that was... The people? The one, no, no, Friends, that was funny. That was funny, but that was a sketch show. I'm talking about the show that's on HBO where it's about a guy whose wife cheated on him. He wants to be a comic. His wife cheated on him. She basically kicked him out of the house, and now he's staying on... uh Who's the star? He's, fuck, I forget his name. Yeah, I think something like that. And he stays on Artie Lang's couch. Uh, but anyway, but anyway, Aparna, Aparna, and... Uh, I, know, I know the show. Keep going. Yeah, Aparna and Jermaine are in it. And they just look like they have fun doing it. And I just... That's my long-term goal, to be on, on Saturday Night Live. Crashing. Crashing, oh, yes. Yes, Pete Holmes. They look like they're having fun. And, and I just can't wait to get to that point where, you know... Making movies, doing TV, having fun, doing this shit for real, and having fun, like. Yeah, I hope it stays fun for you, man. Cause that shit. I that's what I and, and I, that's what I said. I think, I I like I said, looks can be deceiving, but it just seems like SNL Keenan ain't gone nowhere. <laughs> Cause it just it just seems so fun and so like 
Why would I leave? Well, he's also he, he is a funny dude. Like that is. But why? But question. What is it? All that trained him for SNL. Yeah. And by God, he's probably the funniest. He's the he's the he's the solid black dude they've had you, since Eddie Murphy. Do you know he's but the long? He, he's not Eddie Murphy. You know he's the longest running cast member yeah, in 14, SNL history. Fifteen years. Yeah, or and SNL yeah. he's like, has nobody been on there longer than him. And I don't. Yeah, and I'm looking. I'm looking like I want to do what he's doing. He looks like he's having. You can look at. He's like he's having so much fun doing the shit. And yeah. he and like you said, he's the longest black running cast member. Since Eddie Murphy, and if you yeah. notice, him and Eddie, look, look, go back and look at Eddie. They were having fun to the point where they're laughing, oh yeah, the doing <laughs> shit in the middle of shit. Like I mean, one time Eddie was doing that, Eddie was doing that, uh, that angry black man or some shit. It was, it was like, it was like black man or something, and he was like, you know, being real like black, like yeah, we gotta do this and do that, and da da da. And the audience, he said something. The audience was laughing. He said. Shut up! Don't make me laugh, y'all. Like you know, <laughs> like just that spot. Like have, yeah, this is spontaneous fun. They look like they're having fun taping a show. Like I want to do that. So that's my long term goal. And eventually, if I stick to the short term and the long term and keep grinding in the middle, I think it'll happen. I think it'll happen. And if it don't happen, shit, something else will happen. Maybe they'll come up with us like another for the people, and yeah. I can do that. You know what I'm saying? So you don't want to put one on yourself. You just want to be given the opportunity. To that's it. That's it. I'm, I'm, t- I'm telling you. If I'm, and that's one thing. I, uh, that's one thing I know. If I'm given the opportunity, I know I can kill it. I know I'm going to handle my business. That's why I said if I can just get the opportunity to do the big hunt, get the opportunity to do the improv, they're going to see. They're going to see. And when they see, they can't deny it or they'll be haters. True. And if they don't want you now, just go to the places where people want you. That's it. That's and then they'll want me eventually. And then that's when I can be like, oh, yeah. Remember when you guys didn't book me back in the yeah, day? Maybe you didn't want to do me back in high school. <laughs> and then I shit on them. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I ain't that much of a dick. Nah, man. I mean, it's not being a dick. It's just, you know, you can only, in, in comedy, right, you have to go where your audience Cesar. So, I mean, if you have to go out of state to find your audience, that's part of the journey. I mean, that's what you have to do. That's been part of the journey. And a lot of my, a lot of, a lot of my peers that I started off with, that's exactly what they done. Yep. I said they did everything they could do and then they left and then they are doing big and great things. So, right. well, in terms of being great things, what about the uh, radio show long term? I know short term is long term, long term. I hope to have a radio show. On a on fucking serious or ever right daily, now, my, weekly. right right daily right now my people are in, okay. in the talks of you know get me to I think it's an internet uh an internet radio station and so hopefully yeah like okay. like we like daily like I hope to maybe you know hopefully and praying I can be like what the Breakfast Club is you know what I'm saying or even or even what like I fucking swear I missed that goddamn show. But even the show like with Opie and Anthony. Oh yeah, love that show. Opie love that show. show. What the fuck happened to them? Uh, what the fuck was? They never Anthony, got along. But no, like they didn't get along for real. Then Anthony got kicked off. I'll tell you later. But oh yeah, they just you know disintegrated over the course of like. I couldn't believe years. it. They were never friends. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll talk about it today. Yeah, explain yeah. to me later, cause I I just but anyway, 
to maybe get to that point. Dak, I can do that weekly and, and you know. recognize like, oh, that's Mark Carter. Yeah, yeah, Mark, Mark Carter, Carter show. show. Yeah, and then you that's know that. everything else, and I can bring my friends on like you and. And, and, and Brandon, shout out to you guys at Broken Mike, man. Y'all doing y'all thing, man. I appreciate y'all every fucking Monday Let me come and work out. It's starting, shenanigans is starting to feel like home where I can go and really be myself. You know what I'm saying? Like the last month, I think yeah. I've been having some really great sets because for one, the crowd's been nice. And for two, I've been able to, you guys have made it comfortable for me where I can come and be myself and... You know, joke about my truths, and it's been going great. Shit, been going so great. I, my friend started comedy. Shout out to oh, Charlie boy. Porn Kush. That's not his name, it's though. It's not. He goes by his real name over at the other room I saw him at. He oh. only does Porn Kush at fucking uh, Shenanigans. Why? I'm going to ask him that. Why did you do that? Uh, older black audience. I don't think they would take kindly to Porn Kush. Oh, <laughs> oh. That's right. He did do He did do that. Yeah, he yeah, told yeah, me. Yeah, he told me. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, that's why. Yeah, they wouldn't go over it. Uh, it's hard enough to sell them on porn is a bit. You want to put that in your name? Porn like, Kush. going to approach you afterwards. I don't get it. But i like to thank you, Justin, for having me on this podcast, man. You doing some big things. Like I said, you, Brandon, and Mike, y'all keep doing y'all. And I'm like I said, I'm just going, I, I just want everybody to get along. Because it's enough out here. It, yeah. It's enough out here for all of us. Everybody can eat. Everybody can eat. I don't get why they like it. Everybody can eat. Like my man said, I'm paid in full. Everybody eats, B. We can all eat. As long as we stop all this bickering and, and infighting and all this clicky shit, there is enough out here for everybody. Isn't that the nigga that killed everybody, though? No, that was Alpo and Peyton Fool who shot Mitch. Real story, though. Cameron didn't do that? That was, no. That he was. Cameron didn't say that? No, 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 no. Mitch said that. No, 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 no. AZ said that, which is. Ace in the movie oh, with Harris's character. Uh, what's the name? He Ethan kept White. saying that. Yeah, he yeah. kept saying everybody eats. B. Everybody eats. Everybody. That's what it was his line. He wanted everybody to eat, which was true. True story. They did for a minute, then you know, once I got ready. But all right, man. That being said, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thank you. Guys, you. that couldn't tell. Mark is a very easy guy to root for, so I'm rooting for you as well. Thanks, man. Hoping all the positive things you put out there come back to you many fold. But uh. It's been an On The Grind podcast. Uh, Mark, where can people find you real quick online? All right, you can go find me at Instagram, Mr. Van Carter. You can find me on Facebook, Mark Carter, and my other fan page, Comedian Mark Carter on Facebook. You can go hit up my webpage, which is markcartercomedy.com, and Twitter at Mark C. Mac. I don't really be on Twitter a lot. You know, <laughs> I stream everything from Instagram you know what I'm saying? So I'm What's trying. Instagram? Instagram is Mr. Van Carter. Like I said, real easy. Mr. Van Carter. And like I said, you want to book me, you can go to markcartercomedy.com. Are you at any places they can find you at soon? Oh, this Wednesday, I'll be, well, tomorrow, I'll be at Shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be at Shenanigans for my man, Justin and Bro- Broken Mics, uh, every week, uh, open mic. And Wednesday, I'll be hosting at the Bourbon in Adams Morgan for DC Comedy Festival's first annual, which should really be inaugural. Yeah, but we're not, we're not going to say that to them. <laughs> but that's when I was like, that's a major typo. At least you got your name on the flyer. Yeah. The- yeah. I'll be, at the, I'll be at the Bourbon hosting the show with headliner Larry Lancaster. Very funny guy from Baltimore. Funniest shit. Funniest shit. Of- yeah. So hopefully I get to see my girl Ray Diva. She's always with Larry. And then after that, you what? Oh no, I just went somewhere thinking about Ray Diva. 
<laughs> hey, man. I'm not mad at you. And then after that, you said you could probably, they might be able to find you in New York. LA, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Vegas Watch, yeah, check, soon. check, yeah, yeah. Check me out, check me out. I'll be in New York pretty soon. Heading to Vegas pretty soon. Are you gonna update them on your website? Yes. Or MarkCarterComedy.com. Okay. All right, Mark, man. It's been a pleasure, dog. I'm gonna go ahead and let you go. Yeah. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, this has again been on the grind with Justin Brown. Um, your host Justin Brown, and y'all take it easy till next time. Take care. Peace. <laughs>